enough to be the person now of what others will remember for later. There are those who doubt the power to change men into beasts. A beast has come among us. Boom, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the Reps Podcast. C-Roy bringing you another installment. Um, today, I promise, I know I've said this many times before, but today, I promise, today I got a short and sweet one for you, man. Short and sweet. Um, I I um, got a whoop band recently, okay? So I, I think I'm like two weeks into getting this whoop band. And... Um, well, at least the time that I'm recording this. This probably is going to go up for a little while. But I've had the Whoop Band for about two weeks. And um, it's cool, man. I really like it. I like it a lot. Um, it, you know, you can track all kinds of things, track your workouts, kind of like your your daily exertion and your recovery, how well you're sleeping and sleep quality, breaks down the sleep cycles, all this stuff, man. It's crazy. So it's super cool, though, man. It's, it's a handy little tool to have. Um, you know, you can get different colors and stuff, and so you can accessorize it differently, which, you know, I like because I like to kind of, you know, I like to match my shit. So, like, that's that's a nice little benefit, you know, so it's, it's somewhat um, fashionable, I guess you could say. Um, but it's cool, man. It's a cool tool. Um, and, and two weeks into this thing, you know, I just it, just started thinking, like, man, like, how how far technology's come, man. Like, this is crazy. Like, I remember when I was just, like, when I was first getting into lifting, dude, like, recovery and stuff wasn't even really talked about. Um, recovery really wasn't a big thing. Like, recovery was giving, you know, 48 hours between body parts. You know, get make sure you give a body part 48 hours before you hit it again. <laughs> or, or don't hit a body part if it's still sore. Like, that was the extent of recovery. Um, but now, you know, like I, I mentioned in previous episodes, man, uh, CrossFit was was what really kind of put recovery on the map, um, and it really became a thing. And now, like, there's whole businesses and, and industries that are kind of geared towards monitoring recovery. Um, and it just got me thinking, man, like, you know, yes, it's awesome. It's cool to have these things, uh, but, you know, maybe not everybody can afford it. Maybe, maybe not everybody can afford these fancy, you know, wearable technology kind of gadgets and stuff like that. Um, and it got me thinking, too, you know, how did I know before when I was recovering well? Um, so so that's what today's show is going to be about, man. I'm going to give you my top five sneaky ways, little subtle ways to know that your body is recovering well. It's 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 you are you are balancing that you know that equation that I talked about in previous episodes. That balance of stress and recovery. How do you know that you're tipping that that equation in the right direction and and you're giving adequate recovery and your body's adapting efficiently? Um, so five subtle ways, man. Five subtle ways that we know that our body. Is 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 handling the workload well, and and we're basically we're in a good flow state. You know, we're we're giving our body just enough. We're giving it just enough to handle, to recover from, and to come back stronger, ready for more. And that's when I mean, you can find that flow state, man. You know, it's it's not 
it's not too little, but it's also not too much. You know, you're right in that sweet spot. You know, you'll start to see these things, these five things. This is what I've come to find over, you know, the 10 plus years that I've really been getting after it hard in the gym and stuff. When I've noticed like these, when these five things are happening, that's when I know that I'm making some serious gains. So here we go, guys. My top five subtle ways to know that your body's recovering well. Number one, you're hungrier on off days. So th like this is something that always kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. But when you stop to really think about it, it makes sense. Um, so when, you, when, you're so when you're training, you know, we've all heard about, hopefully, we've all heard about a uh, herd of the nervous system. We all have a nervous system. Um, you've heard of fight or flight, rest and digest, you know, these different type of, um, you know, the, the sympathetic and parasympathetic, you know, you basically your nervous system has two modes. It has, you know, fight or flight and then rest and digest or, or basically like ramp it up or ramp it down, you know. So when we work out, you know, go figure, you know, if we're under a heavy squat or we're trying to pick up a heavy deadlift, like we need to ramp up for that, man. We need to be geared up. We need to be juiced up for that. Um, so like our nervous system gets jacked up and it gets ready to go, like, because it's in that kind of fight or flight mode to where it's like, okay, you know, we, there is some serious outside forces coming into play that are, that are causing us some serious stress. All right. And we need to kind of focus our attention on trying to survive whatever's about to go down. So when you're in that mode, um, you know, food and eating isn't necessarily the first thing that's on your mind. Um, but that mode is also not good and conducive for recovery because obviously that mode is what we need to be in in order to fight, in order to exert those forces and, and take on that stress. So that, that mode is not a good mode for recovering, for rebuilding, for anything like that. It, it's a mode for, okay, cortisol is going to be high, the stress hormone is going to be high because we need to mobilize energy to to, to, to be ready to fight, you know, our adrenaline's going to spike up, like, we're, we're in this mode, you know, and obviously, this is like an extreme case, you know, you're not, you know, it's not like every workout's a life or death situation, and your nervous system is never 100% in one state or the other, it's usually always like a flowing continuum, but it's definitely swayed more onto that, you know, kind of ramp up, juiced up, fight or flight uh, part of, of, of the nervous system, I guess you could say, so, I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to explain this as simple as possible. Um, it's, 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 the nervous system is insanely complex, so I'm, I'm really trying to, to kind of uh, break it down to its bare parts so, so it's a little bit more digestible. But um, So essentially that's what it is, man. So when you think about it like that, like on a day I train, if I'm doing that, you know, if I'm kind of in that state, okay, it makes sense that I might not be super overly hungry. You know, so, um, but on a rest day, that's when the body has time to recover. That's when body, the body has time and, and is, a, is in a sufficient state to rebuild. And I would come to find that when I did a good job with my training, you know, I, I got in, I was focused, I got after it, you know, my workouts weren't two hours long, you know, I, I wasn't just, you know, I was on a plan, had a plan, had a, had a program, I, I got in, got my stuff done, you know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour, 15 minutes tops, like in and out, you know, cooled off on the workout really well, kind of brought my, tried to bring my body out of that state, 
And then I would find on the next day, like if it was an off day, I would be ravished, man. I'd be so hungry. My body would just be ready. It'd be ready, man. So we were in the gym. We created that demand, right? We created that demand to grow. And now the next day I'm off, my body has has come down from that from that juiced up, ramped up, you know, state. And now it's in more of that rest, digest state. It's ready to rest, recover, digest food, break that stuff down and start that rebuilding process. Um, and you know, coming from the background that I came that I came from, you know, with bodybuilding and stuff, it, it would always kind of be like, you know, oh, well, I didn't work out today, I can't eat as much. But I would be in these, uh, I, I would I would have these days, these off days, where I'm just hungry, and I'm like, frick, man, I'm sitting here like, basically starving myself. Cause I'm like, well, I didn't even work out today, you know, today I need to eat less calories than I did yesterday, when yesterday I really wasn't even that hungry. But that's why, man, because my body just wasn't in a state to want to take in a lot of nutrition. Um, so hungry on off days, man, that's a good sign. That means your body's talking to you, man. Your body is very smart. It's a very intuitive organism, all right? Listen to it, work with it, not against it. You know, on an off day when it's hungry, feed that thing, man, okay? So obviously, you wanna be in line with your goals and everything doesn't mean, oh man, I'm, I'm ravished, I'm gonna go eat a pizza. No, okay? I think if you're listening to this episode, you've probably listened to enough to know kinda how I go about things, so. Um, this uh, is 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 a big one for me, and and you know I know like I I look forward to it now, man. Like I like it. I like it when it's an off day and I'm just starving, and 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 I will I'll I'll feed, man. And um, so that's number one. That's number one. Hungry on off days. Okay. Number two. You're not overly sore. Now, this one is. This one almost seems counterintuitive, right? Like if you're trying to make gains, you're really trying to get after it, you're trying to get stronger, you're trying to get bigger, whatever it might be, you know, you're, you're trying to work hard in the gym. Like, and in, in some people get disappointed, man. Some people think that muscle soreness is indicative of a good workout. Not necessarily, man, not necessarily. And, and I've come to find out more oftentimes than not that it's actually quite the opposite. Um, if you're super sore, probably did a little too much. Now, it's not to say that muscle soreness is a bad thing and that you should completely avoid it. And, and, you know, it's not to say that if you have it, then you did something wrong. But, you know, chasing muscle soreness because you think that that's what's needed for a good workout could not be further from the truth. In fact, I've come to find with myself that I have made the biggest gains and, and during programs and things, what I'm actually, I almost never get sore. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I don't say never get sore, but the soreness is minimal, man. Like you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I can, oh yeah, I can kind of feel that a little bit. Like, but like it hinders you zero. It, it affects you zero. Like the the days where you blow your legs out and the next day you can't walk down your stairs or you know you can't sit on the toilet. Like, <laughs> like that's that's too much, man, and, and and that's too much for your body to recover from in the in the window of opportunity it has uh, to do so. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule. Like if if you're a newbie and you've never done anything, or you took a long layoff, like you're probably gonna have some more muscle soreness than usual. But if it's your day to day thing, man, and you're in your routine, you've been training for a consistent amount of time, and you're trying to make gains. The soreness is not is not like the gold standard for an effective workout, man. It's actually quite the opposite. You want bare minimum effective dose. Okay, we want to we want to basically. It sounds lazy. I know it's like I I don't like saying it, but it's true, man. We want 
we want to do as little work as possible to get the 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 um, the effect that we're we're, we're after. Um, so bare minimum effective dose, man. Like I said, the best gains that I've ever had that I've that I've noticed over time have come from from stretches in my training where you know muscle soreness was minimal, very minimal. You know, yes, you can tell you did something, you can feel it here and there, but like it's it's if we're talking on a scale of one to ten, it's like a two. You know. Like just enough to kind of feel it, just enough to feel that you did something, and usually by the end of the next day it's gone. Like you wake up the next morning, you feel a little bit, but then as you go about your day and you're moving around and doing things, like by that night it's gone. Like it's it's a it's it's a it's an afterthought at that point. So why is that though? Because man, it's we did just enough to to warrant a stim to warrant a stimulus and warrant that adaptation and it was enough for our body to be able to to handle it adapt recover boom we're ready for the next thing and now the next day when i go into the gym i'm 100 recovered i'm ready to go and i can hit that thing again and i do it again and then i and then just you repeat that cycle instead of completely blowing your legs up to where they're so sore for three days you know and now you're hindered you can't do stuff like and you're not even gonna get a hundred percent recovered from that, man. You, your body only might be able to recover about eighty percent before before you before that kind of window of opportunity closes. So you don't want to bite off more than your body can chew. Essentially, um, bare minimum effective dose. Let the body get hundred percent recovered, and then you can hit it again. And then that frequency, being able to hit it more frequently, is what's going to lead to more gains, man. So. Don't chase muscle soreness, guys. Do not chase muscle soreness. It is not indicative of a good workout. It's actually quite the opposite. Now, that's not to say that I don't get stupid sometimes just because I want to challenge myself and I do, you know, maybe something a little idiotic because I definitely do. But we're talking, you know, the exce- that's the exception, not the rule. All right? So there we go. Number three, sleeping sound. So... When you are sleeping good, that is usually a good sign that you're recovering well. Um, and you can even flip this on the other side. And really, you can kind of flip this, flip all of these to the opposite way. You know, you know, if these are five subtle signs that you're recovering well, you take the opposite of all these, and these would be five signs that your body might be getting to a state of over, over, overtraining or maybe overreaching. Um, it might be a sign that you maybe need to dial some things back. Um, you know, I even mentioned in a previous episode about the troubles I had sleeping with, like my muscle, you know, twitches and 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 and, and you know, uh, like those jerks, those violent jerks that I was having in my body and everything, these tremors that were keeping me awake. So sleeping sound is actually pretty good. Uh, this is the first thing that I'll notice, though, for myself, anyways. The first thing I'll notice that if I if I'm starting to stretch myself too thin. Um, I'll just start waking up in late at two o'clock in the morning. Like, do my normal bedtime routine. You know, I'm usually trying to get into bed by, you know, ten o'clock between ten and ten thirty. I'm usually trying to cl- climb into bed, and um, I'll I'll fall asleep just fine. I usually, I'll I'll read before bed. Read for about 10-15 minutes till my eyes get heavy, and then I'll go lights out and um, fall asleep just fine. I never have problems falling asleep ever, but I'll just wake up. I'll just wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning for no reason. Like, don't have to go to the bathroom or anything. I'll just wake up. Just wake up out of a dead sleep at, like, two between 2 and 3 o'clock. And then it, kind of, it can be kind of hard for me to fall back to sleep then. Um, you know, whether it's because I'm just kind of, like, awake and alert or 
And then usually I'll start thinking about random shit. And then, like, before I know it, it's, like, 45 minutes later. I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, tomorrow's going to suck. <laughs> but um, it doesn't happen when I'm in a state of good recovery. When I'm recovering well, um, I sleep soundly through the night, man. I, I go to bed at my normal time, and I'm not waking up until, you know, so most of the time I'll beat my alarm up. You know, I set an alarm just in case. But usually I'm, I'm beating my alarm up by 15 to, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and sometimes if, if, you know, I'm sleeping really, really good, then my alarm will wake me up. But then I'm usually, I'm waking up good, man. Like I'm waking up refreshed. I'm a morning person. I love the morning. I never wake up, you know, freaking getting sleepies out of my eyes and dragging my, dragging my feet out of bed. Like when my shit, when I wake up in the morning, dude, I'm, I'm excited to get out of bed, man. I like, I feet hit the floor. I'm right into my closet getting dressed, man. I'm ready to get after my day. So sleeping sound, man, that's a big one. So if you're having trouble sleeping, you know, it, it, it almost doesn't make sense. You're like, man, you would think that if I'm killing myself and I'm overly exerting myself and I'm physically, you know, just getting after it and just draining my body, then I would just be zonked out of my mind and, and sleep. No. Um, if you're overtraining, if you're overstressed, you know, cortisol is too high, man, and cortisol is what wakes you up. You know, when you wake up in the morning, your cortisol is at an all-time high. At least that's when you want it to be at an all-time high. And over the course of the day, cortisol goes down, and that's when we're allowed, that's when we're able to sleep. Cortisol is the stress hormone, man. It, it metabolize, it helps the body metabolize energy. It's it's what, you know, like I said, it's the stress hormone. Like so, when we, you know, like I said, that fight or flight kind of state of our nervous system, you know, cortisol and adrenaline go way up, um, and, and it gets us really alert. Um, so if we're overstressed because our bodies just beat the shit, then that cortisol, that you know, that natural. Uh, de declination over the course of the day is going to get all out of whack, man, and, and its cycle is going to get out of whack. And instead of being at its peak in the morning when we wake up, and then gradually going down over the course of the night, it's going to have all these like it's going to look like a roller coaster, man. It's going to be all over the map because the body is just way stretched way too thin, and it's trying to grasp on straws to try to kind of get through the day. So you got to dial it back, man. Dial it back. Do you know, it doesn't mean you do absolutely nothing, but maybe do some more like low intensity stuff, you know, maybe go for more walks or try yoga, things like that, um, things that are more recuperative in nature. Um, and that should help, man. And then once you start sleeping sound again, then you know that you're on the right path. Next, um, you're eager to train. So this one might not apply to everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. This one might not apply to everybody because not everybody loves training. Although if you're listening to this, I would assume that you're probably more health conscious and probably enjoy that process a little bit. Um, but if you're constantly like dreading your workout and you're like, fuck, like, God, I don't want to go to the gym. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. It's the last thing I want to do. Like, oh, I need, a new, I need to get a new, new pre-workout. Like, I need to get pre-workout. I need to take two scoops of my pre-workout today because I'm just dragging ass. Like, if, if that's, you know, it's not to say that that can never happen. You know, sometimes, you know, you just might have a long day and you're just like, shit, man, I'd much rather go home and, you know, make a margarita and kick my feet up on the couch and, you know, maybe watch some TV or something. Like, hey, okay, I get it, man. We've all been there before. But if it starts being that way all the time like and you're just not eager to get after it and, and be able to get in there and, and exercise and, and, and train then you know that's that could be a sign you know like I said you would know more based off your personality if you're the type of person like I know me I love training man I love it like there's few things I look more forward to than my workout each day um I don't I don't know why it's just the way that I am 
Um, it, it just anchors everything, man. It anchors my day. It anchors my, my mentality, just my inner dialogue, how, how I'm able to get after things and progress in, in different things. Like if I, if I have like something going on with the business or something I'm trying to launch or, or, or get going with, like, like I love to work out because it gives me that, that, you know, armor. It's almost like I can put a suit of armor on after I'm done to be able to go out and do a lot of these different things, man. So I use training so many different ways and and I just love it, man. I love the way it makes me feel. I love everything about it. And when I start to get in days where it's like, ugh, like, oh man, I don't, I don't have, like, I would rarely not want to work out, but like the days I'm not juiced up, that's why I said eager to work out. Like, it's part of my life. I'll always want to work out. It's 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 like brushing my teeth. Like I never not want to brush my teeth. But the days that I'm not like itching to work out, like that's when I know. Okay, you know what? Maybe I need to. Maybe instead of working out today, maybe I just go for a walk. Um, so that so start monitoring things as far as that goes. And now, lastly, guys, this one, um, the last subtle way that you can know if you're recovering well is you have good energy good mood and good libido oh yeah that libido gotta get that libido in there (laughs) but um uh energy man obviously like people walk around super tired all the time um like that happened to me you know a couple years ago for sure i'm like fuck man like what the hell like i'm way too healthy to be this tired all the time like well, we found out why that was the case. Um, <laughs> if you were listening to previous episodes, um, like, but yeah, I was like, fuck, like, I can't eat any cleaner. I can't eat any better. I exercise. Like, I get, I get, I go to bed at a good hour and, and get, you know, I'm in bed for about eight, eight hours a night. Like, might not be sleeping the most sound, obviously, because I was, you know, doing too much. But, you know, I was like, fuck, like, I don't even know what else I could do. Well, there you go. I needed to do less during the day, man. I needed to peel back on my training a little bit because my body wasn't being able to recover fully. Um, so I was stretching my, my resources too thin, man. So my energy sucked. And when that happens, go figure, your mood starts to um, also kind of uh, pay the piper. You know, you might be a little bit more irritable. You might be kind of pissy and might be a dick sometimes or, a, you know, Ladies, I would never call you a B-word, but, um, you know, you might be a little bit more than usual. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so your energy, your mood, it just starts to lag, man. You're, just, you're not feeling yourself. You, you're not, you know, you just, you're not, you don't have that zest, you know, and just that appreciation, that gratefulness every day that you want to get after it and, and just being happy and, and feeling lucky to be able to, to, to be in the position that you're in, man, and just just feels like something's missing, you know, and just not feeling like the way you want to feel. Um, and then obviously libido, man, you know, not a lot of people like to talk about this, but libido goes in line with that too, man. Um, like I said, that, that's that fight or flight and that rest and digest, you know, if you're, if your system, if your body's in like this state of like thinking that it's, it's fighting to survive, like, like, holy shit, like we don't even know if we're gonna be able to survive. Like, you know, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but, um, you know, it's not the same sort of state of mind you're going to be in to try to, you know, get intimate, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if a a freaking lion is chasing you, you know, last thing you probably want to do is kind of like, you know, lay down with a lady friend and and try to get intimate, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's not that there's, it's not there's something wrong with you or anything like that. It's just like, 
you want to look at this as like like a like an electrical box, you know, like every if you, if you go to your house where you know if you blow a fuse or anything, you go to the fuse box, you got all those switches. You know, it's it's almost kind of like that, man. It's like, okay, well, if we're in this state, then guess what? Like these switches are going to be turned off cuz we got to reroute power to this shit that's more important, you know. If if we're overly stressed and we think we're fighting for our life, like we need to have all of our energy and focus on these sort of things because our body's in a state of trying to survive. And you know what? When we're in that when we're in that state, guess what? Appetite's not super important. Libido's not super important. You know, these different things like, okay, we really don't care if you're feeling good about yourself. Like, that's not super important. Like, we need all systems go on these other things. But if we're able to dial back and we're, let, we're able to let our body be like, hey, man, everything's good. Everything's good, man. Life is good. We have nothing to worry about, you know? Then it's like, okay, well, guess what? We can, we can shut these guys off. And, you know, we can start to think about, you know what, let's, let's enjoy some food. Let's, let's uh, enjoy some, some alone time with, with, our, with our significant other. Um, you know, we can do these sort of things now that allow us to kind of be able to switch gears, man. So it's a balancing act, guys. It's a balancing act. So, and, and these are subtle ways to know if you are balancing efficiently and you're doing it in a good, clean, uh, healthy way. Um, so... And like I said, you could look at all these on the flip side. You know, I could easily have named this episode five ways to know that you're overtraining and just did the opposite of all these. Um, but I'm an optimist, man. So I want to know how I'm recovering well, not how I'm overtraining. So um, there we go, guys. You're hungry on off days. Okay, you're not overly sore. Stop chasing muscle soreness. You're sleeping sound, sleeping good, quality sleep, sleeping through the night, waking up energized, ready to get after it, excited to have those feet hit the floor. You're eager to train, you're eager to get after it, and then you you have good energy, good mood, and good libido. You want to get after it with 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 your significant other or or you know anybody out there that you're meeting, whatever whatever floats your boat. Um, so that's it, guys. I hope hope that was nice. And hey, that was pretty quick. So I'm proud of myself for that. Um, and uh, if you guys found this helpful, if you liked it, uh, like it, share it. Once again, subscribe to the show, leave me a review, and hit me up. Let me know what else you guys want me to cover. Um, I'm trying to get some guests on here too. So if there's guests, different fields, I don't. Nothing's off the table, guys. I'm trying to line up some financial people. Um, you know, get some financial fitness going because like I'm super interested in that stuff. Um, nothing's off the table, guys. I, I I restarted this podcast because it's more for selfish reasons, man. I wanted to start to interview people at different walks of life, different areas of life, um, and just see how we can kind of connect the dots with you know. How can I take this work ethic and everything that I've built in the gym with fitness and everything and start to apply it in different areas of my life to find success in different avenues, man? So nothing's off limits, man. So there's different areas or guests or, or people that you think would be a good uh, good guest to have on. Hit me up, man. I won't even think twice about it. So I thank you guys for listening. I am Appreciate the Omega. Your what? I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, I am the Alpha Omega, don't you